How's it going? Pretty good. That's good. How are you, Max? I am excellent. <laughs> well, <laughs> good answer. <laughs> this is At the Nexus, episode 30, Bananas on the Mind, on Friday, June 22nd, 2012. And now, this show is brought to you exclusively by Bananas. So, I have two guests here this week, because my normal co-host is off gallivanting in Canada, probably being arrested now, because he's illegally imported multiple types of firearms. But, you didn't hear that from me. And, uh, who do we have here today? Who's in studio with me first? Let's go with that. Hi, I'm Emma. Okay, good. Okay, who's on Skype? I'm Max. Okay, <laughs> we've established a lot so far. Max, you should just introduce yourself by saying, I, Max. Like... Yeah, like an Apple product. Or it could sound like a movie theater. Yeah, that too. Perhaps. High definition. That's what I thought. Twelve point seven D or something. Best definitions. Yeah, I don't know about that. I was never impressed with IMAX. I, I like the I one. I never that tell who in an IMAX head. theater. Like, yeah. what's the defining characteristic? I I always thought it was like brought to you in like a higher resolution. Uh, I uh, thought that was just like a really tall theater. I thought it was like well, that would be a high resolution or something uh, weird. Well, so what's a normal what's a normal <clears throat> movie brought to you in at a theater? It's like something different, like twenty two something. I forgot. It's pretty wide though, depending on the movie. Well, but it, all movies are widescreen. Mm-hmm. Everything's widescreen. So wouldn't it be something pretty similar? Before I, guess. I, I thought an IMAX just went like. They could show 3D movies, but... But here, you know, I'll do something cool, and it's called Wikipedia. Oh, we have that, don't we? Yeah, we, you know, so we do this in the show, and it's great, because, you know, I don't actually <laughs> edit anything anymore. Really? Yep, I, uh, I just put the intro and the outro, and then I just hit export, and then I'm done. I go hmm. home for the night. That's right. <laughs> there's there's variations. There's IMAX Dome, IMAX 3D, IMAX HD. See, I was thinking of the Dome. Oh, well, the, so what the do they, dome what is do like, they have at the science museum? What is that? Is that that's IMAX? the Omni theater? Oh, that's Omni. But yeah, it's probably the same it's thing. Similar, though. maybe. I feel like I it's know. very similar because if it's a dome, then it's Omni. I mean, I mean, it's only one type of dome. Maybe we should also Wikipedia Omni theater. I can do that one. Just a brand. Uh, is that Omni three tray or Omni theater? <laughs> it's always <laughs> the tray. <laughs> I mean, choosing any other I think it's nomenclature theater. would just be disrespect to Trey, a bro. Well, I think I found the wrong one. I found a Mugar Omni Theater. It's in Boston. That's not what I was looking for. The Mugar. Now, so when you just when you just type into the Wikipedia box Omni Theater, you get Omni Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Mm, not working out for me. Yeah, somebody else is gonna have to try that one. Uh, I'll try it. Oh, I'm gonna race you. <laughs> It's Your like keys Wikipedia are amazing. Oh, oh, yeah. I have the clickiest keys. What is of. that keyboard? I need to know. That is a Razer Black Widow. Oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> I see. I purposely bought a new quiet keyboard for the show because I type a lot while I'm doing the show. <laughs> I've been using like this one keyboard at work, and it's kind of weird. I think Sam is the same one, but the keys are really flat and just kind of... It makes me feel like I didn't really try to design it, but the mouse is okay. It's a Logitech 70, 7000 something. I don't really know. So IMAX has been using 2K resolution projectors, uh, and it has been doing 
somewhere around the lines of 12,000 by 8,700. Uh, so 12,000 12, wide and 8,700 tall. Yeah, that seems good. Which is apparently about 27 megapixels, which sounds like a lot. What is this command button? That, that yeah. Like control? Not, yeah, that is control. In... This is nuts. What is this thing? Uh, you, a MacBook? The, the command button, hit every key. See what happens. See, I don't, I, I can't, I can't tell you what, what, what they do without looking at it. Cause I, I only use it like all the time, but you don't think about it when you do it. I mean, I love that MacBook, but I mean, I just don't, I don't think about it. For the past, for the past week though, since I got my new memory, which I am very happy to have, my new 16 gigabytes of memory, I might add. I haven't done anything with that MacBook. It's just been sitting there, being cold. Old stuff. I can have a virtual machine of a Mac on my computer now. Uh, they're called Is that, like, working Omni better Coliseums. than it used to? What? That virtual machine. Well, now I can give it, instead of one gigabyte, I can give it four gigabytes, and okay. it's happy. That's cool. I mean, I, I still can't. It, VirtualBox is ridiculous, and it won't let me allocate more uh, video RAM. Uh, which is unfortunate. It only it has a percentage or something. It has a hard limit at 128. That's dumb. Regardless of how much video RAM you actually have. So, oh well. Why is that? Like, do they want you to buy the full version or just? It's just I don't bad. think there is a full version of VirtualBox. Huh. Like it's all just free and open. And then if you're a business, you just license it. Oh well, someone's so, got to fix their product. Well, I think it's probably. A, a technical limitation because you don't normally do video stuff in a virtual machine. Yeah, you don't, but it's a computer. You don't do anything on it. Okay. Did you find computers? Did you find Omni Theater? No, I don't think it exists. Yeah, I stopped I got... because my typing is really loud. No, no, no. I <laughs> I encourage that. See, on right, our competitor networks, on our competitor networks. That's right, on our competitors. Competitors. Yes, <laughs> they have people with the clickiest keyboards known to man, and they they type for fun during the show to to enrage fans. And by enrage, I mean let them swoon over the keyboards. <laughs> well, all I found for Omni Theater was the Omni Com- Coliseum. Yeah, that's what I. An I arena they, in Atlanta, I, Georgia. Has already been trying. No, I didn't really try. No, I, I typed tr- Omni tried. Theater and I went there. Well, did you use the Google or did you use the Wikipedia? I mean, there's a difference. It's Wikipedia. Well, you know what? Too bad. <laughs> so basically, it is a dual screen IMAX OmniMax theater. Yeah, right. So it it can turn into a flat IMAX, or it can put the dome over you for Omni theater films. Oh, that's so it, right. Then it would make sense the that it's a dome. Because the dome's retractable. Right. Yeah. But they never show anything without the dome at right, the Omni that's, theater. Right. Because that's the gimmick there. Because you're there oh. for the dome. Everyone knows. Yeah, I know. What the last thing I saw there? Why is it retractable then? Why did I just make it permanent? That seems like it would cost more. So when it rains, you don't get hit. (laughs) So when it when when you're doing when you all that indoor rain, right? All that indoor rain, or or like when when there's like some spray in the movie, like you're at an ocean and the wave comes up, you know, you you don't get wet because that the dome protects you. The dome. It's like a diving bell. So. I have some banana facts. <laughs> yeah, why don't we hear a banana fact? Let's do that. Um, well, first off, a banana isn't a tree. It's it's an herb. Or, like, the banana tree is an herb. Huh. It's just a very big herb. That's that's interesting. <laughs> and bananas are berries. <laughs> because herbs have berries. So, bananas are... Wait. They're berries. berries? Yeah, bananas are berries. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> that's two of many banana facts to come. <laughs> 
Well, we'll do one every segment. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is my new phone. <laughs> so, so, uh... I had promised a 4,000-word article, and yet I do have to disappoint. I only wrote 3,147 words. Whoa. I, 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 it is disappointing. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> That's a lot. I didn't get to what I said I would, and there's two reasons. I, I didn't have enough data on 4G and 3G speeds, and I didn't feel like I had tested the battery life out in a varied form. Mm. So right. when I'm at the U, normally my battery will die instantaneously because the Wi-Fi sucks there. But at home, where there's actual coverage, Wi-Fi is just normal. So then 3G doesn't have to be used, and the battery life is maintained. But at the U, it probably wouldn't be. Use internet. so weird. <sighs> internet. Internet. It's just the weirdest thing. It's just awful. Was, wasn't Max doing that's just, something That's just internet? a fad. Yeah, I know. It, it, a couple years. it really is just a fad. And I, I realized this only after I started a internet radio station-esque thing. And the do, wait, do you really think it's just a fad? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lying. I need to learn how to pick up on sarcasm better. <laughs> More better. Um, no, so uh, this phone is from Virgin Mobile. I got it two Fridays ago. That's a really complicated way to say when I got it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and so this phone is what Virgin Mobile is calling an HTC Evo V 4G now, it's not that, really 4G, it's that's YMAX. That's what I'd call it, too. <laughs> Would you really? See, you just throw your phone all over the place. I sent my, my I, phone has a case. I sent mine gently and daintily down Wait, on a mouse I... pad. <laughs> well, here. See, I, I'm not the line. I have an encased yeah. phone on a hard mouse pad. That can be dangerous. The noise you hear is Emma <laughs> dropping her phone violently. And now, let me check. Oh, it still works. Oh, Look I was going to say. <laughs> well, see, I, I, I paid more money for mine than... I used to have this great phone called the Katana 2. That's pretty good. And I could throw it so far. <laughs> and it would land on, like, the um the asphalt, like, on the street. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. It was see, great. I don't... It was like having a rock in my pocket all the time. You know, I don't throw my electronics <laughs> around like that. It's just not okay. I think I, I accidentally may have bruised somebody's arm. That was once. <laughs> accidentally. Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. And, uh, and of course, nobody heard that from you. So, um, so this, this phone is actually a rebranded HTC 3D Evo thingamajig. And what I like about this most is I can say that I have a Sprint phone even though I don't because there's Sprint branding still on it. They didn't change it to Virgin Mobile yet. So, uh, if anybody's interested, you can read my ridiculously short, I might add, review on my blog. There will be a link in the show notes. But overall, the highlights are is that it's fast, doesn't crash, and it works. Oh, and it has ice cream sandwich. An ice cream, wait, what? Ice cream sandwich. What's that? Ice so, cream sandwich. Why don't we ask Max, because he doesn't talk enough. Please explain well, this ice cream sandwich phone this concept. sandwich is the fourth version of the Android operating system. Ah. Everyone, every version is named after a different kind of dessert. Really? Yes. yes. What was... So, so be- this is the fourth version? So, kinda. So the, the, the version awesome. before this was gingerbread. The version before, well, actually, no, the one before four was three, which was ginger, er, honeycomb. The one before that was 2.3, which is gingerbread. The one before that was froyo, which is short for frozen yogurt. That was 2.2. The one before that, I believe, was eclair, What's which that? is, it's a like donut. Some- Oh. Or something. Some good donuts. Oh. I, I don't know. know I don't eat candy. <laughs> That's right. Um, so why is ice cream sandwich significant, Max? Well, it's, it's real good. 
<laughs> Honestly, keep forgetting things that change because I'm getting used to them so quick. You get the cookie but and the ice cream in one. I actually have the original <laughs> ice cream sandwich phone, the Galaxy Nexus on Verizon, and I'm probably going to get in one of these Evo 3D not actually things. So, as someone who owns one of those phones, what would you tell me pros or cons of switching? It's cheaper. Way cheaper. If you're yeah, paying it for your, if you're paying it thing. yourself, then it's way cheaper. But I mean, even though this is a non-contract phone, it came out last year in June, and it would probably still be a, a relatively fast phone for another year and a half. And I don't know. I'm really happy with it. It's faster than anything else I've used. It's significantly faster, I might add, than an iPhone 4S, which is really? which is really sad considering a lot. I think. Mm-hmm. Now, whether the service is as reliable as Verizon or AT&T is very questionable, but it's an ice cream sandwich. Oh, it, nice. it was a, so when I got my dog her new toy, this was an alternative. Oh. I opted for the chicken <laughs> or duck or whatever. I'll post a picture later. Um, she thought if she's chewing on the toy ice cream sandwich, she might go for your phone. Right, right. right. And so they don't name, the chicken isn't a dessert, at least here. Um but I mean, this phone is great for the price. I mean, it's only three hundred bucks. You you couldn't get a non-contract phone. Or, I mean, you couldn't get an on-contract phone unlocked for that little. So I mean, really, you're you're coming away really well. And the point of going no contract or prepaid is that you can get rid of your phone at any time. I mean, you can you can upgrade as soon as the next best one comes out. Here's mm-hmm. my phone information. Okay, so let's see what Emma has. So Emma has Emma, Froyo two point two point two. I might add. Um. It it's a Hawaii phone. Um, <laughs> Hawaii, <laughs> but they spell it funny. It's H U A W E I. Is that how you pronounce that? I don't know. That's how I just said it. <laughs> Isn't that good enough? Oh, it seems like Huawei or something. Fine, be that way. Huawei. <laughs> and uh, there isn't a lot of here to say here. It's on AT and T, and she can throw it really far. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what, what kind of dessert was it again? That's Froyo. Oh, Froyo. Yes, frozen yogurt. There have been a lot of new places in the area serving that. Yeah. That have, that have come it, it, up. It There's came, a new one on Grand and a new one on Lexington. Uh, one of the weirdest things was I was in Lee and Chin's the other day and they were trying to get me to have this yo- frozen yogurt. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's like that just doesn't have anything to do with Chinese food. Speaking of things that don't have anything to do with Chinese food, I gotta tell the story of when I went to Lee and Chin. Okay. <laughs> this is many years ago, and I had just gotten out of Chipotle. <laughs> I had eaten a burrito, but I still had my tinfoil that you get from a Chipotle burrito. Okay. So I was like, I'm thirsty. I need a drink. I walk into this Leanne chin, right? I put my fist on my tinfoil. I wrap the tinfoil around my fist, creating sort of a fist cup. And then I took some Dr. Pepper and left. <laughs> You stole Dr. Pepper from Leon Chin? So is that your story? Like, there's not, no the end scene. to that? That was the end. I drank that, that drink. <laughs> delicious. In your fist cup. <laughs> I mean, I just want to express that that is really sad. <laughs> so, stolen Dr. Pepper in a fist cup. It might have been something else. I couldn't really remember. That's weird that they're ago. trying to sell frozen yogurt there. I'm it is. It is really bizarre. The, the history it originated in the United States in the New England region. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I hear something barking. I don't know. I think it's dog. Yeah. Dog. Probably chewed off another limb or something. She's been chewing off limbs of this um, duck-looking 
stuffed I'm animal. not sure if it's a duck or if it's a chicken. Oh, yeah, you're, you're probably... I don't know. I thought it was a duck when I came in, but I realized now ducks don't really... Well, not, chickens but don't it, have but limbs But it looks either. like it has a duck bill. I don't... But ducks it, but, don't have arms. It's totally a duck. I know. Except it's yellow. And, and it's yellow. I'll post pictures well, of this sorry. and put it in the it's show It's always notes, a baby but, duck. Okay, but it has ridiculous arms. arms. <laughs> it looks like um, some sort of demented Mut- mutant duck? monkey thing. Well, monkey I duck. I, Monk. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, why don't we uh, get into oh. the news here. Uh, let's, let's do some lightning. So how do you, how do you guys want to do the lightning today? Do you want me to do it, or do you want to alternate around? Um, is that where we just talk about stuff fast? Well, so all you have to do for the lightning is read what I've pr- previously written in the show notes. And, of course, you can change it to make it sound better, but essentially that's it. Oh. You don't have to do anything. It's not hard. All right. Okay, I'll go first. This week, LastPass 2 was released, and it has new features, such as a new and unified vault. So when you log into the website, it now looks like the vault in the browser. But of course, if you want this, you either have to wait a while because it's not being pushed out immediately. But if you do want it, you can go to the website and download it immediately. Next. Um, my turn? Yeah. You can just go down to the next one. Okay. Um, Mozilla. <laughs> That's how you say that, right? Mozilla. Mozilla. Okay. <laughs> I always want Mozilla because I thought it okay. Well, you should say it like the way you want to. It's funny. Mozilla launches a novice-level HTML slash CSS editor for easy web pages. Great. Next. Mozilla is also showing off a new Firefox Australia edition design. It's Chrome-esque. That's right. (laughs) Google may now use the Gmail brand in Germany. However, unknowingly, all of the Gmail and Google Mail domain names that they previously used for email worked fine before this, but the lawsuit is over, and the guy now has some money. Next. I did not, um, I didn't know that they couldn't originally use their brand. Yeah, I know. It, it, so, yeah. so when they came out with Gmail in 2005, uh, a lot of places, aside from the United States, already had some guy registered the name, so oh. they, could, they couldn't use it in those countries. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happened along. It, I think it still might even be true for the UK. Uh, I don't know for sure. So the, does Google use still Google, have an email? In right. Those? Yeah, they do. It's just Google Mail. So it'd be like Ryan oh. Dot at googlemail dot com. Oh, so that's longer. To but they, so if you do that in the states, of course, like it's in here, mm-hmm. it'll work fine. So, so you now can use does either. everybody have to? No, no, no. Their... It's it's just an alias. You just have it. Just redirects transparently. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, on Wednesday, iCloud was quote down and nobody noticed but i message was down and carriers cried in joy next <laughs> there is a rumored 19 pin dock connector for the next iphone what's a pin dock connector so for your it's phone we have uh roots. micro usb right here yeah. so that that's the charging and dock connector for these phones uh an iphone or an ipod or an ipad has a 30 pin dock connector and oh, is that like this thing? Kind of. It's the fat, wide thing. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. And so, so they're going down to a smaller, narrower one. Which oh. will break every accessory currently on the market. And it would also... Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, imagine going from a wide <sighs> slot to a little narrow thing and then trying to put it on <laughs> something so... and then it just break. Apple always does that. Yeah. Like, you always have to buy new stuff and their old stuff gets thrown that away. That sounds really... I don't it's know. Why? To buy, it's like, like a lot of it's environmentally unfriendly. 
Well, no, it's not because if you do throw it away, you can just give it to Apple to recycle it responsibly. Well, there. Yeah, wink, but how wink, many people? Wink. How many people will do that? Well, oh, it's not oh, my yeah, fault. It's not no, Apple's not fault. It's not Apple's fault. Anyway, PayPal like has technically <laughs> maybe <laughs> PayPal this week went through a major redesign. However, <laughs> it's only in the front end, and when you go to pay for something with PayPal, it looks exactly the same as it did in 1999. Well. Well, I still have to click no when they want me to do stuff yep. before I pay for something. Yep, and it won't even look like a nice gradient-esque button. It's still going to look like an old HTML button from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Is this rim? Or yep, rim. Rim. Yeah. You could talk in the mic. It's okay. Rim lays off employees to save $1 billion over the 2013 fiscal year. Oh, rim's going down the drain. Next. Swipe keyboard, new and updated learning keyboard, like they all say. I just read that, made no sense. But I used swipe once and it was pretty cool. So, but what do you use now? I think that's the question. I have a SwiftKey X. Oh, so how do you like SwiftKey? New version today. Yeah, I know. How do you like that? It's cool. It looks different. I mean... I haven't tried the new one. I I tried SwiftKey 2, I think. And I, Uh and I was, anyway, on my, on the phone I had that back then, it was just too slow and I died. Yep. I kind of like it. It's so... What's SwiftKey? Because I know Swipe is the one where you, like, Draw, yeah. So ask Max, because he probably knows better than I do. Max, what's a SwiftKey keyboard? Well, it's like when you start typing a sentence, it'll try to predict what words you're going to say next. (gasps) Oh, I've heard of that. You told no wait, you told me about that. Beca- I'm oh, sorry yeah. to interrupt. I'm just but because you Yeah, you could like touch all the keys and then it'll make like a sentence for you because it thinks you're gonna say stuff. Yep. That's really so, funny. That would be obnoxious. Not some grammatically correct yet entirely oh, 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 do one now. Do one now. Just hit your keyboard right. a bunch of times and then Let's read it to a us. Masterpiece. <laughs> and, right, we need an example. <laughs> I'll start with the word I. Okay. I start that sounds good. Or you could start with the word I'll just talk Emma. It. I <laughs> am not a sure what to do with the latest version of. Wait, what are you doing? Well, so no, it's auto-completing parts of the sentence as he adds and each word. The only option at this point is is. So I'm gonna go with period. Okay, so Wait, what I so said. What do you say? What did you have so far? What does it say? Uh, here's what I just made. I'm not sure what to do with the latest version of this message. Plus, you put is at the end. Well, I, I could have, okay. but I didn't because it didn't make sense. So I oh. do remember this behavior from SwissKey when I used it on my two phones ago. Uh-huh. And I didn't like it because I like typing a lot yeah. faster than that. Oh, okay. Okay, let's see. What's next here? Amazon is introducing the Amazon App Store to Europe, which is probably hinting at something happening soon. Because if they're going to Europe, it's not just because they want to sell more things. It's because they want to sell more things more. Next. Uh, Galaxy S3 explodes in Ireland. Samsung investigating. And I might add that Samsung is so good at copying Apple, they've even got the exploding down to an exact duplicate. Next. European Union rejects ACTA, the anti-piracy treaty, comma, score. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, if we do read these out verbatim, I mean, I could just get my Mac to do it. So, I mean, really. I mean, the difference between Macs and Mac, the difference between Mac and Macs is getting really, really blurred here. I don't know. 
Okay. The new If This Then That service has had a major update, simplifying a lot of things and adding shared recipes instead of having to clone things individually. People can now just use one, and when it is updated, everybody gets the update. Really nice. What's an IFT? It is the If, if Then, 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 then this. this service, yes. If Then, Then This? Yes, very complicated. What is, what is this? So what it does is it's a web service, so like... um. What you could do with it is if somebody tweets, uh, some, if somebody tweets and it has some word in it, you could get emailed. Or if somebody writes something on Facebook, you could get, um, uh, a text message about it. Or if, oh. it, or if something happens, then do this thing for you. Oh, I see. Um, it's kind of cool. So like they, they, I have one. So if I, if I call them, They'll call my, if I call them and send, type in a certain code, they'll mm-hmm. call my phone helping me find it or something. Interesting. Yeah. I also have them set up to tell me when cool stuff happens. Nice. Yeah. That, that is a recipe. <laughs> so how do you sign up for this? You go to, you go to, you go, then, you, then. you read the show notes and you go to blog.ifttt.com and then you can read about it and then you can sign up. Oh, does it cost money? No, it's free right now. Oh, they are going to get premium accounts, but they didn't tell us what those were yet. I imagine the premium accounts will do more cool stuff. That's neat. Yeah. It's like, do you think this is a technology that's going to... Oh, definitely. It's a really nice technology that it's long overdue. Leveraging web services for an important use. I don't know who's next anymore. Does anybody know? I think it's your turn. It's me. Um, Twitter was down on Thursday, so Google Plus had a surge of usage. Hmm. Next. Uh, hold on. I was not at my desk. I understand. <laughs> I'm looking for a micro USB cable. For what? But where was I? Mass Effect 3 Extended Cut out next Tuesday featuring alternative ending. Anybody excited for that? This. I played that game. Uh, it's some... It's some kind of like game, like you just you just run around, <laughs> you like point and click. It's like a point and click adventure. Like you, you have guns and you point at people, and you click on them and they die. That that is click. a very accurate description. I mean, that is shockingly accurate. <laughs> and but then it ended at one point, and I was like, "What?" So I assume this. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" That's pretty good. Okay, okay. So I just wanted to say that I I I I I think the next news here is wah 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 Emma is the coolest. Um, next. That's some pretty good news, I think. <laughs> I don't have a link for that, <laughs> but I'll make one later. Yeah. All right. So um, com up. I put one in there. Did you sh- you should restart that. Um, Max has a very useful website called anusspy.com. You know, I remember him showing me this, and it had a lick of tongue all over it. You just ruined it. Your viewers are supposed to go there. But it's very wonderful. Well, I didn't tell him what it said. It's helpful. Site, I'll make a new and improved version. Oh, yes. Didn't Lick a Tongue evolve or something? No, it never does. Actually, maybe it did. It probably but did by now. <laughs> they ruined Pokemon, I must say. I, I kind of agree. Not that I've seen new Pokemon. Well, see, this isn't the show we talk about Pokemon and Digimon. That That's the universe. Oh. <laughs> All right. Since when was that a part of, like, space? Just so you know, have you listened to the universe lately? I have um, I have a little book called The Night Sky. I have a little book called The Night Sky, and it has some facts about the universe because Sam's not here. Well, in in, in two more stories, you're gonna spew oh. some more banana facts. So oh, good. So, so. um, well, I'll do that then. But Google has a special doodle for Alan Turning. I spelled his name wrong. I feel bad now. 
Is it is it Turing? Right. It's what, Turing, what, actually. Turing. But, but okay, go go, Max. Turing. Yes. This one that I gotta go find some USBs. <laughs> All right. Facebook added a new feature: comment editing and history. They added comment editing. This will mean people will freak out. I'm going to edit all my comments. Everyone's going to be like, what did that guy just say? What's ed- comment editing? Guy? Well, so now on Facebook, when you type something and you make a mistake in your comment, you can fix your mistake by editing your comment. But on the other <laughs> hand, what Max is pointing out is that when somebody says something ridiculously offensive and then comes back and feels bad, they'll edit it to say something nice, and then everybody's going to be confused and angry and happy. And then what Facebook also added was comment history, so then when somebody does edit a comment, they can see the past revisions. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That makes sense, right? I, guess. I can still leverage it somehow. Yes, you can, but you're just an unjust person. <laughs> I don't think that's the right editor. You can, like, look at their comment history and take a screenshot out of it and then, like, repost it. For some reason, I feel like I do that a lot. If you're, like, angry. It's like... Oh, I did that with my <laughs> tweets. I, I deleted all my direct messages on Twitter, and I I didn't want to, like, save them individually, so I just took a screenshot of them and deleted them all. It was a lot easier. And then I also deleted the screenshot, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so it's time for some banana facts, because we got a break here. A uh, banana fact. This is, this, if we had sponsors, this is where they would go. To the banana... Wait, what? Well, no, like, in the intermission between, like, sections of the show, this is where our sponsor would go. So... This section of the show is brought to you by Banana Facts. All right. <laughs> and me. Um, Americans eat more bananas than apples and oranges combined. And the uh, if you're 40 years old um, and a male or a person, I said the 40-year-old 40, 40 average dude has eaten 10,000 bananas. I'm impressed. Which is an impressive amount. I agree. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm back from USB Quest. Did you find it? I got one. See, I have USB integrated into the desk. I mean, well, this is what we do here. Is that the micro? <laughs> yeah. I was busy having three monitors on my desk. You know, you know what? Your desk is too clean, and it's not okay. Yeah. But I do like your little lineup of Red Bull cans on your desk. That's pretty funny. Of our energies. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> My mistake is I not had, my problem. I had one of those once, and after three hours, I fell asleep. <laughs> was that for your... I was doing an economics project on uh, the that's probably economy why you fell asleep. of Taiwan. Thailand. Thailand. See, um, that's just, that's the same mistake. Mistake. That's right. <laughs> same mistake. <My> stack. <laughs> so it's like my mustache. Oh, my gosh. No, I think the like mas- mas- mustache here is the Max's. Anyway, why don't we make fun of Microsoft now? Any- anybody sound- anybody good with that? I'm down. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this hilarious video. Um, so first, for some context, you uh, you've all heard about this iPad thing, right? It's been out for a couple of years. Um, yep. I suppose. And everybody's trying to copy it so they can make money too, and nobody's doing a good job. Yeah. Well, Microsoft, in their infinite wisdom, decided this week that they could, indeed, copy the iPad and make money off of it. And so, here is a video of the Microsoft tablet called Surface and the iPad, and these are the two events revealing both products. So, here we go. I'll probably have to adjust the volume here, but... Good afternoon. Good morning. I certainly want to thank everybody for coming today. We've reimagined, redefining the reimagination. Reimagined for reimagining the tablet. This 
is the new Microsoft Surface. We call it the iPad. That's what it looks like. Surface is super thin. The iPad is really thin. It's 10.6 inch, 9.7 inch, optically bonded IPS display at under 1.5 pounds. Just one and a half pounds. Dual two by two MIMO antennas. The latest in wireless networking. It's got a 30 pin connector, full size USB port. The keyboard dock. The full multi-touch keyboard. Browsing the web. I can browse smoothly. And I'm just gonna go to Safari. Oops. Hang on. This is an awkward part where the Microsoft yeah. version of the iPad is not Excuse working. Excuse me, just a second. And he has to go switch it out for um, Surface looks works. great for entertainment as well. Video. Video. Music. Music. Games. Gaming. Lay back and watch a movie. A great way to watch movies. And that's really what entertainment should be about. It feels natural in your hands. It's phenomenal to hold the internet in your hand. It actually sits perfectly comfortable <laughs> in your hand. It feels great in your hand. It's really great. Great. This is a great choice for you. It's so much more intimate. It just fits there. Tremendous breath. Click. Magical. <laughs> Click. Revolutionary. One of a kind. We had a very aggressive price goal. $499. And we'll have a retail price comparable with competitive Ultrabook class PCs. Unbelievable. We believe that any intersection between human and machine. The intersection of technology and liberal arts. And you know, we're just getting started. And we hope you love the iPad as much as we do. You'll never want to go back. That's the complete Surface family. Okay, so, now that you've heard about the Surface, what do you think about the Surface? Me? Yeah. Or Max? Anybody. Um. Well, I mean, I'll talk about the Surface. I saw that. Uh, I feel like the leaked, with like the leaked pricing and stuff, I do feel like they're aiming for kind of a little bit higher. Well, why don't, we talk about the, why don't we talk about the leaked pricing? All right. Go ahead. I don't know much about it. I saw that, like, earlier today. Okay, well, here's the deal. The Tegra 3 Windows RT model, so it's the ARM-based model with no, like, regular Windows. It's just all Metro, essentially. That's going to be about $599 retail. And the Ivy Bridge, uh, the Ivy Bridge model, that's going to be the bigger one, that's going to be hot and steamy, and that's going to be Windows Pro. That's going to be around $999, probably even closer to $1299 if you're unlucky. So why is the Apple one so much less expensive than the other two? Well, so that 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 does bring an interesting point up. It it could be because they're subsidizing the hardware in, an, in in another way, which is that instead of making it so insanely like so they're building the chip, the chip they use to power the whole thing, they're they're building it themselves so they don't have to pay Intel for it. So instead of paying another company, they just pay themselves to make it. So that mm-hmm. means it's cheaper. Um of course, they have to get the screens and stuff, but what they did six years ago is they bought the supply for the next seven years or so of s- screens. Yeah. So they bought the capacity for screens six years ago with, like, some X trillion dollars or billion dollars. So they, they, they invested a lot of money up front in order to make the cheaper pricing for everybody in general, which drove up, you know, numbers and profits. That was like a, a sort of a risk they took that worked out It was out a risk really that, well. that worked out really well. But on the other hand, if these tablets are five ninety nine and nine ninety nine ish nobody's going to buy them. Mm-hmm. And let's talk to Max. Let's see what he thinks about this. See, they messed up with the RT. See, that's you gotta, easy. you got to make that more competitive. Which one's the RT? So the, well, so we don't have pictures of them technically. But so the RT tablet is going to be more like the iPad is that mm-hmm. we know today. It's not going to have the, you know... Uh, 
Windows desktop per se. It's going to be Metro. Uh, that is Metro right there. That, that goo. Mm-hmm. That that tile interface thing, and so that's going to be more like the iPad today that we know about. It's going to be worthless. <laughs> um, well, it'll be harder to use than a, than the other one. Just do actual things on the iPad or the or both the, the Pro version of the Surface. Well, I mean, but even the Pro version is kind of a joke too, because what's the difference really? I mean, aside, I mean, you get the desktop it's in a, one, but I mean, really, is, that model I think is a lot more com- going to be more, a lot more competitive. Than well, I agree. It will be more competitive, but I mean, I just don't think that a tablet is where you should be doing anything with the desktop anyway, nor do I agree that you should really be doing anything with Metro, but I don't, I'll talk about that a different month. Yeah, I think you shouldn't <laughs> be doing anything other than windows on a screen smaller than 10 inches. You shouldn't even be using a computer. Just use paper. You need your abacus and you're, like, counting rocks, because we're going to do some math. Wait, I thought you don't even get a chisel? You have to build your own chisel. Okay. <laughs> carve? Yeah. So you so, do your math so you on the, the abacus, and then the you carve it. iPad is not, or not the iPad, but the tablet idea the is... The Surface? Or just tablets in general? No, tablets in general okay. are... Okay, so I have I have I have a, an HP touchpad that I that I hacked into bits and then turned it into a ice cream sandwich powerhouse, and the thing is fantastic. But in practicality, uh, when I'm at the U, when I'm at college, I have my phone and I have my MacBook Air. Now the MacBook Air lets me type and do all my tech new stuff really fast because it's solid state. It has a you know fast processor that's good enough for everything I do. When I'm outside the house, the phone's making noise for no reason. And then my phone, when I'm in class and I'm bored to death, I read tech news on it. And so if I had to pull out a huge tablet, I'd be sitting there with this huge thing looking very <laughs> obvious. Whereas my phone is 4.3 inches, and it's not that obvious when I have it hidden behind like a book or something. Yeah. So I, I think that the tablets, for me personally, and I'm not a good representation of the world, but I mean, for me personally, they don't do anything. How about you? Well, I, I don't have one personally, but I have friends who do, and it seems like all they really use them for is games or taking pictures, and I, it just doesn't seem worth all the money. Right. See, one of my major gripes about putting a camera on a tablet is, well, look look at that idea, and then imagine a guy taking a picture with a tablet, and not looking at the idiot, because that's impossible. Well, so, I, you know, I would defend... I would defend the people taking pictures with their tablet, but when I hacked my HP touchpad into bits and turned it into an ice cream sandwich powerhouse, mm-hmm. because I'm using CyanogenMod, which is a custom ROM, it's kind of hacked and fake. Not, it's not official. Uh, well, it doesn't have camera support, so technically I can't even take pictures with it, which is sad because I could have see, it. It's a I, social protection device. Right, exactly. Well, see, it's I a could. Feature, not a bug. Oh, right, right. Sure, it is. I think it's an unimplemented feature. That's what you mean. Well, but uh, see, I could use it as a Skype computer. It would have been cool. But yeah. then, but I mean, like a front-facing camera would be cool. Yeah, that's why. I, that's you know, I'm actually, you're right. The HP Touchpad doesn't even have a back camera. Oh, okay. That's how cheap it is. What's a back camera? Back, front. Oh. Well, okay, front, Wait, rear, or bottom or top. Oh man, that's messed up. So this is the <laughs> rear. This is front-facing. I mean, yeah. that's messed up. But you, you get you get the idea. Yeah. Um. Well, on this Evo 3D, there's two cameras in the back, so I don't know. Oh, I have one okay. camera on my my throwing phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a shuriken. There's a little light, which is cool, because then it flashes yeah. sometimes. See, I, I have two lights. My um, my better throwing phone didn't better have throwing. any light. 
can it light up while you throw it so they don't so they blind while it's hurtling toward them at the speed well, of light? I think there's an app for a flashlight, which I think is stupid. Why? I've used it all the time. Actually, do you really? Well, okay. So I do have this wonderful LED flashlight with like twenty bulbs in it. But see, you know, my my infinitely wise parents frequently come down here and take this off my desk and then lose it. So then when I need a flashlight, what do I have with me? Well, I don't have my flashlight. I have my phone, though. I heard about somebody getting locked in a museum. On and then a dragon night. came out. No, and then they used their phone to navigate. But this was back when Did they phones... download the app? No, this was back when phones didn't have flashlights. They just used their regular So phone they light. just used the light, yeah. I've done that, too. Yeah. To... Well, like when I'm walking around in the basement at, at 4 in the morning before I you know, wake up, I, I, I just, I do this to, yeah, to find, yeah. yeah. So I don't die over the cat or something. Yeah, but if you had to go through and find your flashlight app. Oh. Well, actually, what I can do now is I can say, open flashlight app, and it might do it. Oh. You have the, like. Voice. I have that, too. I never use voice commands. I never did it, either. Does anybody ever use those? <sighs> Not on Android. They're worthless on Android. I think. Because you know what you have to do to activate it on Android? You have to physically go find the app for it first. Yeah. Open flashlight. Yeah, you have to find... Oh, didn't like it. You have to find your voice app to open your apps with your voice. It's like... Uh, on no, my phone, I have a, the Google like search bar and voice box hard-coded into the background. Oh, that's terrible. Mm. I know, it's terrible, but hey, if I ever need it. You know, weren't we talking about Microsoft? Let's talk about Microsoft. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Else, what else do we have here? Oh, so about the Surface Pro a bit. Okay, let's talk about it. Go ahead. So it's. I think it's going to be competing with a lot of Ultrabooks, mm-hmm. and it may actually be a better alternative to having an Ultrabook. You think so? It's they could get them to the same power. Maybe not the the first one, maybe not the second one, but these form factor tablets with like Windows on them, they will eventually get as powerful as any Ultrabook, but. You just don't have to carry around as much. You don't have to carry out a metal slab. It's like a smaller slab. So it's a slab that you can break easier and that can do less. <laughs> Not necessarily less, because you have the keyboard dock. It's the same thing as a regular laptop. Yeah, but you know what? You could just get a regular laptop. I mean, literally, a regular laptop, and then just put a touchscreen on it, and See, then you could do the same thing. Yeah, I'm still confused as to why these tablets are useful and so popular. I feel like it's just because they're... they're well, you new. can touch them. You can touch them. Yeah. But they don't Things do, you can they touch don't do popular. anything. Um, but I don't think they do. They don't a whole seem lot. very useful to me. I mean, I love the iPad when we had it here in the studio because we could make our uh, show music with it. But oh, I mean, are they useful for music? Four ninety nine for show music. I mean, and that's going a little bit too far. I mean, I, uh, there's a Velociraptor down the street that knows how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Velociraptor in arms. That's right. <laughs> um, but I mean, I. I, I and I I didn't even think it was that fast. I mean the whole the whole system is just relatively slow in my opinion. Hmm. Like well, this Android phone is, is really fast. Is there like a leg? That well, I, mean, I don't know if it's leg, but it's just not like like they say it's like the most fast device ever. Like that's how they promote that's... it. That's how they sell it, and it doesn't feel fast. Like my interpretation of fast at this point in technolo- technology, in relevant in you know, in reference to all the other devices I have, iPad didn't feel fast. Yeah. All right, should we go on to the to- mm. Toby's? Yeah, when we talk about Toby's gaze here. That's a, <laughs> yes, yes, that's <laughs> right. Toby's gaze. So uh, before I describe what it is, I'm just going to play the video, and maybe the guy will help you understand what it is before I have to interpret for you. Windows 8 has a start screen with large tiles that are ideal to touch 
Uh, while the traditional mouse I can't hear this. feels more out of place, better suited for hitting smaller targets. Gaze is a technology that makes it possible for a computer to know, with this level of precision, where on the screen you are looking, and is always the ideal way to point. The Windows 8 Start screen invites you to swipe through your apps in a natural way, and it is easy and intuitive to launch an app through just tapping on it. Laptops do not offer touch functionality, and even if they did, touching a vertical surface is both tiresome and awkward. Meanwhile, it doesn't feel natural to move around the start screen using the mouse pointer. It requires too much effort to hit tiles that with their large size should be easy to hit. With gaze, you simply need to look at the app you want to launch. This is both natural and easy, as you anyway look at what you want to do. Tap once on the touchpad to launch the application you look at. Swiping through your applications is just as intuitive. Swipe on the touchpad and the computer will behave as though you swiped on the touchscreen. The only difference is you do not need to reach out and touch a vertical surface. In more cluttered environments, such as web pages with the Okay, so what do you think of what do you what do you think of gaze? Anybody? I think that's a cool idea. I like looking at things. I mean, I can I see like, where this is gonna get you into trouble pretty quick. You have to wonder like Oh I do. Would you get like eye fatigue from just moving your eyes everywhere? Because I don't think you expend that much effort just like looking at your computer normally. Well, yeah, so like, like probably gonna demand precise eye movements, and then you're gonna your eyes are gonna explode. Well, like it the, the the use for it is so limited though because it's it works really well in a metro environment where the things that you're pseudo clicking on you're looking on. I guess uh-huh. that's so dumb. Hey, so look wait, at does this. It, does it stare at your face? Well, and so watch your in eyes the in the video at, in the video like, there's like like see how my camera has two cameras? Yeah. So in the video there's two cameras on the right below the screen of the desktop he's using, and you can see the little lights as his eyes move. You can see little lights blink and corresponding, like, you know, which eye. So well, it's not that weird. It's normal. It's not? Well, if you have a webcam, what's the difference if you have two webcams then? I know, but this webcam isn't on and looking Well, how at do you right know? Now. I guess I don't. Exactly. That's weird. But this one I would know was on and, what, like, watching. How would you know? You can't tell. That's the... Oh, it's so bad. Exactly. Come on. I mean, welcome to Programmers. Dot com. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I, I just don't think the technology makes a lot of sense because it's only available in metro interfaces where the things you're looking on are huge. Like, mm-hmm. you can't use it, like, on a web page because links are too small. And you can't use it on a phone because that would be a waste of time. Yeah. You just touch it. It's a very limited... Hmm. Gaze. <laughs> I... Yes. Want to talk about the naming this... convention here? Yes. Um, this and... It's G-A-Z-E gaze, not G-A-Y-S gaze. <laughs> the fact that we have to clarify that means that it's not okay. I don't, I think other, um, medias aside from our radio station who'll be discussing this program are going to have a difficult time. I think so. Or their viewers will have a different, difficult time, you know, figuring out what they're talking about. Yes, absolutely. Possibly. So I think the next thing we're going to talk about is... Oh, before we get to the next thing, why don't we get some banana facts out? A banana facts? Yeah. Well, um, let's see. What's an interesting one? All right. So there are over a thousand breeds. I'm not sure if breeds is the right term of banana, though. And the most eaten breed right now is the Cavendish. And previously there was um the most popular breed was called the Gross Michael, or the Big Mike. And... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, 
That was um, in the late 19th century um, until about around World War II time when um, they were the big Mike, Mike, <laughs> the, it's hard to say Big Mike in a serious manner. I agree. <laughs> but the Big Mike crop was wiped out by a serious malady, which is another word for a disease. The what? <laughs> it's spelled M-A-L-A-D-Y, and I thought it was an interesting word, so I wrote it down as one of my new words to learn. Okay. I don't know if it's pronounced malady or... That it would be correct. Maybe. Malady is right. Malady. <laughs> no, that's um, slightly different. That's M-I. Anyways, but this... So this disease is called the Panama disease, and it wiped out all of these banana crops by 1960. And at that point, people were... their banana farmers are running around. All their plants are dying, and they're looking for... Because they need a brand to replace them. So through genetic engineering and... Um, other methods. They found this new banana called the Cavendish, which is what's now popular and saved the um, banana industry, basically. Oh, what are you reading this off of? It seems like a very long thing. Well, see, this is just some of my notes from the she takes first notes. chapter of this banana book. It's kind oh of like... It's, can, can, can I, can I get the title of, of the like, book so I can put it in the show notes? Yeah, it's kind of like my Bible. Um, it's like what I read when I, it's what I read when I feel happy or sad or, you know, it's just a very good book. It puts me in a very good open mood. Um, open mood. It has a lot of interesting facts. It's my favorite. I don't know. Um, it's called Banana, the Fate of the Fruit that Changed the World. And it's by somebody named Dan Koeppel. His last name is spelled K-O-E-P-P-E-L. Um, but yeah, it has a lot of banana facts, and the the big scary thing. Did about, it look like that at some? Point? Yeah, it okay. is. That's that's what I threw away the cover because. I agree I, with you. I no, hate it's I. This book and me are tied emotionally to each other because I had this angry day and I threw away the cover. You like throwing things. I but, think that. But is... now look at how beautiful it is without the cover. It's got this nice little shiny. Do you throw bananas too? I just eat bananas. Okay. I respect them. Um, but, so, what's, what's big about this, this, um, Panama disease that wiped out the big mite crops is that, like, there's a, there's a new disease. I believe that it might be, um, well, Panama disease had gone away for a while, and I think that the disease evolved, and now, um, it's starting to affect the Cavendish bananas, which we currently, have so we're we could be nearing another wipeout of the banana population and won't have bananas. And I'm really worried. So every chance you get, eat a banana because it might be your last, <laughs> or not your last, but you know, the price go up and yeah, who knows? So that's that's banana it for now. Luxurious food after all. Yeah, and the reason why these okay, maybe we should go on to another. Oh, I'm thinking I should have bought some today now. Yeah, okay, but the reason why this 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 um. Uh, disease is going so quickly through these bananas. It's because bananas, um, need, like, they're basically cloned. They have, at, because we, the way that we produce them, they have no seeds. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the seeds that you see, they're not like, right. they don't work, but they need human assistance to be reproduced. And they're all so similar. And so the disease is, it'll, it just goes through them like water. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's all. So, so why don't we why don't we talk about something a little bit less? Oh wait, never mind. Uh, this is just as tragic. Why don't we talk about Windows Phone eight? 
<laughs> you know, it kind of looks like a banana. Got him. <laughs> huh? I said, got him. It's slang. Okay. For, for, like, like a diss. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know this slang stuff. I learned it from my brother. He's 16. So he's hip with the words. Really? Yeah. So when you're 16, you're hip with the words. Well, it's some 16-year-olds. I don't believe I was, ever. Okay. I probably wasn't either. I don't even know when I was 16. It probably was like 12 years ago. <laughs> I believe it was, um, should have been three years ago <laughs> I, If that was true, uh, it's a miracle. I mean, I don't know what I was doing that day. Three, four. Um. Yeah. So let me tell you about the tragedy. Just like, just like your bananas, this uh-huh. is the tragedy. So let's Ooh, we say can make a comparing metaphor. Here. Exactly. Let's say you you um bought a great great set of bananas like last month and mm-hmm. and you loved them and so you went back to the store to get some more and you kept doing that for a couple weeks. Yeah. And then a huge announcement came out, huge, just gigantic from the company that sells you the bananas, and they said, "Well, uh, we know everybody loves these bananas, but we're no longer going to make them the same way. So you're just going to have to buy these new bananas and totally give up the old ones you love so much. How would you I, feel? I would be devastated and well, hurt. Well, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. Devastation and hurt. Because that is what people who bought the Lumia 900 are now experiencing. The Lumia 900 is a beautiful anodized aluminum phone with a glass platter on the front. It looks great. Kind of like um, a seventh generation iPod Touch Nano thing. It looks metally and looks nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's except that it's a phone. Mm-hmm. And so now the the Lumia just came out a couple of months ago, and Windows Phone Eight was just announced this past Thursday ish, kind Win- of. Windows Phone Eight. Yes, Windows Phone Eight. I I didn't even. Did you not even know there was a Windows phone? I did not. You know what? That is a very... I'm, I'm not we're, the we're technical not, well, wait, we're gonna voice get, in this we're, conversation. No, no, no. You're you're the normal person, and that is what we want to hear about. Normal. Gonna... I worship bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the alternative voice. <laughs> okay, fine. You're the alternative normal voice. But you know what? We'll get back to that. So the Lumia can't be updated to Windows Phone 8 because because it currently is running Windows Phone 7.5, and um, instead what Windows 7.5 users are getting because they can't upgrade to Windows Phone 8, they can get Windows 7.8. Mm-hmm. That's right, 7.8, like you know, oh. Windows 7.5 to Windows 8, 7.8, like kind of a middle ground there, but not really. Should have been like Did Windows 7.8. Somebody just. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody just sitting in a room like picking numbers out of the air are these legitimate Well, I mean versions? it was Windows 7 to coincide with Windows 7, you know, uh-huh. Windows Phone 7, Windows 7 and then Windows 8 to coincide with win- actual Windows 8 that's uh-huh. coming up in Novemberish. But, you know, the same deal. Um so now everybody is really angry because they just bought their new phone for $800 last month and now the phone won't get the new operating system later this year. Oh, <laughs> so they were planning on down well, when you buy a phone, I'm just saying, you expect updates to be given to you, not necessarily for free, but presumably for free, for some relatively normal period of time. And oh. by normal, I mean not never. Like when my phone gets all glitchy and tells me it's updating things? Is that what... Probably not. Is that what you mean by Well, because if you have a Hawaii phone... This isn't... I'm just saying there's it's not just... Hawaii. I'm gonna go and find this word. Because <laughs> if you do have a Hawaii phone, there's no way you're getting updates for it. Because I can guarantee you that they do not update their hardware. Well, 
I think you're thinking of app updates, like when yeah, yeah, those apps. those are probably app updates and stuff. Do you oh, use see, apps? I'm, I should check for updates, and it said retrieving software updates. And now it says what my it software like? is it, up to date. You may check again in 24 hours. Oh, okay, that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. updates. I can uh, updates. I don't believe you. I might. <laughs> Anyway, so so, but they're downloadable. You don't have to like right. cut open your phone with no. a scissor. No, well, I'd like to see you try it, but some well, actually, you probably could do it. There. <laughs> you just th- throw it and then just open up. No, see, that's the thing. It doesn't open up. I'd like to advertise for this a little bit. It just well, can you can you bounces. tell us who makes your phone so everybody knows? Bounces. Um. Oh, the whatever you called it. <laughs> that was okay. Oh, it's uh, Huey. No, it's Huey. This is. Huey, fo- I, how do you, it's a kernel server. Wait, kernel version? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I don't think that it's right though. Cause the, the kernel refers so to the, the company fact that it's is Huey. Yes, it is. Okay, but it's not Hawaii. It's H U A W I R E I. Hawaii? Or Hawaii. Huey. If you, if you say, if you say I. Huawei. Hawaii. Huawei. It's like, who are we at? Hi. How I? I think he said that. <laughs> okay. I think for now we should refer to it as the how I phone. How I phone. Okay. How I. So, so, um, so one of the great things, however, despite ever being just heartbroken and seriously crying mm-hmm. rivers, um, I think that was a song or something. I don't watch TV though. Um, so one of the great things about this new Windows Phone 8 is that the Windows kernel, the Windows RT or NT kernel, the the thing that we've used for years on a desktop and relatively recently a tablet thingamajig, that is coming to your phone. So your Windows computer, your tablet, and your phone will now be running all of the same essential underlying code, which is, if you think about it, quite beautiful and an obvious thing to do. I mean, duh. Um, what do you think about that, Max? Well... Remind me what you just said. I was listening to something else. <laughs> so, uh, your new Windows 8 phone will be running the Windows NT kernel. Oh, yes. Are you happy? Well, NT stands for new technology. It's the oldest thing you've ever seen yeah. in your life. Turns out it's not actually new. But I do want to, I do, I do want to mention that Microsoft did register FT, future technology. Uh, so be uh, careful. Well, eventually let's get the futuristic technology in the present forever. Microsoft is not in charge of that division, so. Well, yeah. If, if they can pull that kind of time travel off, I'd, I'd be impressed. Well, the only one who's managed that is the last Mimsy, which is uh, Intel. Oh. Well, that, that's the extent of my thoughts on that matter. Okay, well, so one of the cool things about it is that it's going to be able to run DirectX, which I hear is something for games or something. And with DirectX, fancy games can now run on a little tiny phone, which is just going to be so wonderful. I doubt their usefulness. Games on phones have never been fun. I don't care what you think. They're all bad. I agree with you, mostly. Um, I also agree. And I play them sometimes. And they try to advertise things to me. Like, Draw Something has been getting updates... And it's like telling me stuff I don't want to. You know, it's funny. I downloaded that this week and I deleted it two days later. That was a good choice. You know, it's funny. So Facebook, uh, and by Facebook I mean Zynga, that evil place. Zynga bought draw something from OMG Pop a few months ago. They got like ten times worse. Did they? I think they just bought OMG Pop. I don't even think they They bought draw something. I think they just bought the company because that would be easier. Apparently, all the humans. Who named that that company company as well? OMG Pop. I don't know, actually. But I, I, so, like, they bought it, and then the week before they bought it, 
Draw Something had the most visitors ever. And then the week after, it was still relatively same high. It was, you know, just a different week. You know, it could have undulated or something. Uh, and then every week since, Zynga has, with OMG Pop and then Draw Something, the app has had significantly less users each week since it was purchased. <laughs> so, I mean, I agree with you. Because it, it's just terrible. Yep. I mean, that, that's a good story. People who started a new company, did a new thing, got their money. And they got bought, and the company did nothing for the company that bought it. Yep. They, they suck. Well, I mean, Zynga, I mean, they suck. So, anyway. So, Skype and VoIP integration. So, you'd assume, because Microsoft bought Skype, you know, the other day, that... Um, they would close it off and make an exclusive kind of thing, but no, they didn't do that. What they did instead is they're going to make it just a regular app, but they're going to make it the model app. So they're going to make it so deeply integrated with Windows Phone that everybody will, everybody else will be envious and do the same thing so that everybody else uses the amazing feature. So it's going to be kind of a showcase app. It's going to just be revolutionary and amazing and wonderful. The expression Crimea River originated from a song by Ella Fitzgerald in 1953. I don't watch TV. But I agree with you. 1953 isn't relevant to television. Neither is listening to music. I don't know. Internet? What? Exactly. I just say I don't watch TV for any reason. Um, uh, an interesting thing is that they're going to not use Bing Maps. They're going to use Nokia Maps. That makes no sense. Why? I mean, I guess they owe Nokia something for like ruining their business even more. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's all the news there. Um, not a whole lot there now. Okay, let's go on to Google. Oh, why don't we, why don't, why don't I, uh, take this time to, uh, talk about some bananas? Bananas? Again? Yeah. I'm almost, I have to read more of this. Oh, this is just the notes from the prefix, from the preface. <laughs> the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to read the next chapter for next week or something. <laughs> well. Um... The, wait, let's see, what haven't I said yet? Oh, the banana ripening cycle is seven days, which is pretty amazing, Mm -hmm. considering... That is um, pretty fast. You know, how many bananas people eat and how quickly they have to transport them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, I have a clarification, I suppose. Um, The Cavendish bananas only began catching Pamundit. Panama disease in the mid-1980s in China, and in 2004 it had spread to Pakistan, the Philippines, and Indonesia. So that's, um, I'm not sure how far it's spread now, though. I could look into that, I suppose. Might be good. I don't really have a lot of facts left. Okay, well, we've only got one more segment left, so. I have a a quote. Okay, we can do quotes. I'll use the quote for next Okay. So this time we're talking about Google. And so this has been a recurring story that we've been covering for months, I think, on end here. And this is the fact that Google stole nine, yes, let me quote that again, nine lines of code from the original source code of Java. And they made their own virtual machine for Java. And that's right, they stole nine lines of code and they were going to be originally charged $150 million for those nine lines of code. Well, the judge thought that was ridiculous. And so Google is paying the large, large price of zero dollars. Wow, that's and Java just has gets no money for that. Oracle, yeah, no, Oracle, they, they get nothing. What do you think about that, Max? Well, I don't know. Like that's nice. I know they're gonna appeal. I think. Oh yeah, they're gonna appeal. Right? Yeah, they're, they're they real mad, but <laughs> it's an important. You think it's it, important? I mean, really? 
It's precedent. You can quote precedent all you want. I know. That's like a big thing. I agree that it could be used as precedent in the future, but I think ever, anybody would fear this because it's kind of ridiculous, especially when Oracle CEO Larry Ellison just turned around yesterday and bought himself an island for $666 million. That's, <laughs> well. I'm just saying. I mean. That's pretty cool. I mean, it is, but not... I mean, it's yeah. not really, like, who gets money. I mean, they're both going to have a ton of money no matter what. It's just that, like, you can't be sued by everyone over having the same lines of code. Right. That's just, like, I don't know. I'm not trying to get sued when it turns out I accidentally wrote three lines of code someone else wrote exactly 100 miles away from me. How common is that? Um, I've only heard it about... I've only heard about it in this. I have to say. I only started reading tech news recently, but, I mean, traditionally... It's hard to prove that somebody stole your code when it's compiled because then it's kind of just like gibberish at that point. It's mm-hmm. computer garbage. Um, so like if you did steal my code, how would I know unless I decompiled your code? But that technically would also be illegal if you didn't allow me to do that. So I mean, it's hard. And then if you did steal nine lines of code, it depends on what the code is because if it's trivial. So like if it's, if I know how to code something and then you come along and you're like a first year programmer, if what I coded was ridiculously trivial in nine lines and you did it in nine lines and it was the same stuff because it's an obvious thing to write, well then it's not really theft. It's just obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that's so a does thing. it just depend on what the code was Probably. for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we know that? Well, we actually do. We, do. we actually do know what it was. So, uh, I'm sure you've written some code, Max. Mm-hmm. And do you know what the code was that Google stole? It no, was I called don't. range check. Here's what it did. You gave it a number, and then you gave it two other numbers. It would check if the first number you gave it was between the two other numbers. <laughs> that is what it did. That's uh, like that seems like it would be easy to simple. figure out. That would be called trivial. Okay. Uh, and so because it was trivial... The judge thought Oracle was being dumb and gave them no money. And, of course, they're going to appeal now, so it doesn't matter. But it's just just, just yet another piece of the saga in the Google trial. Let's see. What else do we have here for Google? Google I.O. is uh, next week, I believe, on Wednesday through Friday. That's going to be lots of fun. The live streams will be uh, running. We probably won't do a special for it because we just don't care. But unless there is something good, in which case we will, but we probably won't. I'm not getting your hopes up. So for for those of us who are technological, or so for those who are banana enthusiasts impa- and yeah. not technology enthusiasts, for those of us who are technologically impaired, yeah. What um what, what is, is Google, Google I- I.O.? So one of the things we do here in the tech industry is we have these big conferences. So um, Apple has WWDC, which is the Worldwide Developer Conference. That's a week long event for Apple developers. Mm-hmm. Google has Google I.O., which is a developer event for people who build Android apps and web apps using Google services. Microsoft has Build and other conferences for Windows developers. Um, and so we do we, we have these conferences to promote new technologies, but we also have these conferences as a springboard for large announcements. So one of the things we were talking about earlier is our lame Android devices and how this has ice cream sandwiches and yours has Froyo. Um, and so this is a newer phone, technically, because it has ice cream sandwich and you just have frozen yogurt. Well, so Google next week is theoretically going to be announcing Jelly Bean, which is going to be Android 4.1. Really? Yes. Wait, so Google announces this? Yes, Google makes Android, so. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that. Interesting. That's because you 
Have bananas on your mind. Have bananas on the mind. Yes. So the Google I.O. app has appeared in the store, and uh, it, it, it will be doing something really cool that it didn't do last year, and it will be allowing you to live stream the the sessions uh, and so what you had to do last year is you had actually had to use a computer to stream the sessions, and now you can just use your phone, which will be really convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll be talking more about that next week as soon as it happens. Okay. So do you want to do your quote, and then we have the last news story of the day. Yes. Um, my quote from page XIX of the Banana Facts preface. <laughs> I love how you wrote that all down. Yeah. Like, did you just, like, do that, like, before you got here, or, like... No, um, I did this in October. <laughs> so you've only in, read in the... my pre- dorm. You've only read the preface since no, October. No, I've only taken notes on the preface, and yes, I have. I've read, I've read the book before reading the preface, but I decided to start taking notes on it in October and got through the preface okay. and did not continue. But this quote is that there, it says, um... There I don't may, know. <laughs> there may be ways to preserve the banana if we're bold enough to embrace them. <laughs> I thought it was motivational. I'm glad. On to your okay. other news. <laughs> well, this is the last official news story. I don't know if we have any other unofficial things sneaking around, but here's what I know. So this is a, has also been an ongoing story. We've been talking about the hard drive shortage since Taiwan was flooded sometime uh, early last year in 2011. And the, the flooding kind of made hard drive prices for regular magnetic disks go up ridiculously. Well, so we also found out a couple of weeks ago that despite having recovered for the most part from those floods, the Taiwanese manufacturers decided to keep prices high because, well, it turns out nobody actually cared. Well, one of the things we also found out recently was that solid-state drives have been increasing in size but also plummeting in price. So it has actually gone down 48% over the past year, which is actually really great. And um, so you can get a drive right now. You can go to Crucial M4 256 gigabyte drive uh, for a very reasonable price. You can get it for $0.82 cents per, per gigabyte. I don't actually know how much that is in actual dollars. But what you're looking for is you're looking for prices per gigabyte less than a dollar. So for a regu- regular hard drive, you have about ten cents per gigabyte, which is really really cheap. Uh, oh, oh, keyboard. Eighty cents. Eighty two cents per gigabyte, and it's a two hundred fifty six gig drive. That'll be two hundred nine dollars. That's not too bad. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at some drives the other day, and they've gone down quite a bit noticeably. Yeah. So if I'm ever building a new computer, it's like I'm not even gonna bother with the. Uh, I'm sure that'll happen to you any any flies. day now. I have some seeds. Like especially if it's for someone else, I'll give them. <laughs> why why do you just I'll pull out a bunch of seeds and show me? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm fine with it, but I I just I just am curious. Oh, I don't know. So my in studio co-host just pulled out a bunch of seeds. I I, I I I think she's going to plant them. <laughs> In the Steve Jobs altar over there. Um, Lord. Yeah. I'll, I'll put a banana. So if 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 this is your Bible, that's my I'll Bible put then. I'll put a banana, a banana on the altar later. Okay. Next week. <laughs> Although it, I don't believe it'll be able to stay for very long. Probably not. Or this room will smell really good. I doubt that. So are are you excited for your solid state price drop? I I I am. I I am so excited. 
next time I have to upgrade my drive, which is pretty soon, actually. Yeah, me too. I have, a, like, a, like, a 60 or 40, but either way, it's filling up pretty quick. I mean, my, my MacBook Air here has 128, and I think I have 80 free, and I just got 16 gigabytes of memory for my computer, my, my desktop, where I do the show and editing and stuff, but that computer would greatly benefit from solid-state drives because... Uh, Audacity and other audio programs hit the disk a lot because they can't store all of it in memory. They can store it yeah. mostly on the drive. That, that's really the, the SSD is like the last component your computer needs to feel fast. That's right. Like it just makes it super fast. And I feel like I have all the i7s I wanted and a regular hard drive, even if it's like a good speed hard drive, it's yeah. slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it was one of those Velociraptor drives, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even make those anymore, do they? No, they actually do. Oh, really? And, and they're st- still, and they're still overpriced for what you're getting. You can get like for 150 bucks, you can get a whopping 72 gigabytes. Uh, my my hard drive is called a Sparkle. I thought that was your video card. I thought oh, that yeah, was, that was my. I thought that was your power supply. <laughs> Never mind. That was my my video card. It's called Sparkle. Do you want to try it again with a different piece of hardware, or mm-hmm. do you want to, do you want to try to name a different piece of hardware? No. Okay. Just make it sure. I mean, I can name my no, hardware. No. Yeah. Here, this this should make it easy. This is the type of memory I have on my computer. What is it? Sixteen gigabytes. Yeah, and the name of it is Vengeance. There you go. Yeah. I mean, when I think of computer memory, I need I I need Vengeance immediately. So not, not great Sparkle. brand new scheme. No, not Sparkle. That is not okay. Well, it could have gotten Dominator, but it would have been another extra twenty bucks. I, I didn't name it. I mean, I I didn't need Dominator. I didn't feel like that was necessary. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that is the end of the news. Do we have anything else here? Any unplanned things? Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you, do you have any facts, Max? Monitors. I'll talk about that. Okay. That's sure. Well, there's three of them. They're pretty wide. We got your computer monitor, your computer, yeah. computer yes, monitors, my computer toys, <laughs> dominators. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I call them. Lay dominators. It's Spanish for the dominators. <laughs> Just like Gross Michael, <laughs> Spanish for Big Mike. <laughs> uh, I just anyway. get even. I just like hands on them. It looks pretty neat. You like some peripheral vision like things. So um, what are you um what are you running those three monitors off of? Got uh SLI GTX five seventies. The MSI Twin Frozer three edition. Oh, Twin Frozer. If you are buying twin frozers, you might as well be buying a piece of poop and putting it on your PCI slot. Really? Like how yeah. do how do you come to this conclusion? Because they are so good. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Temperatures are really good. Performance is really good. <laughs> no, I can I understand what you mean by good. I don't understand what you mean by buying poop being a good thing. Uh, that's, that's what you could do if you didn't want to buy a twin frozer. I don't think so. So that's are you the alternative essentially? Not really. Oh, okay. Yep. I I see I see what you mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think we're in the lingo. My my computer is a Dell Latitude that I got from I weep for you from my school, and now I get free tech support. Well, that was your first mistake. You should never get anything from that school. True, but yeah. 
I know. I was thinking about that when we got the computer, and I was like, you know, I could just get free tech support from my friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would have been, I mean, he's like, know. like all of us kind of do this stuff for kind of like a living. My father said we were getting a deal, though, so. Well, he was wrong. He was wrong. You got ripped off. You, <laughs> you got, got a Dell. You got a Dell. Are they? Are they? Maybe I should bring my computer and you can analyze it. I can. I don't have to. Or, I can see it from here. <laughs> Is it like one of the ones that have? It's a latitude. The Ethernet port in the corner. Um. Do you know what an Ethernet port is? I do. Okay. Internet holes. I know. I know where the internet holes are. No. Yeah. It has it. It has it in the um. This or the upper right right corner yeah yep. and the upper left corner is where the power goes it has a usb okay this is the thing i hate about it it has the usb on the lower right hand side right next to the headphone jack mm-hmm. so i keep going to stick my headphones in and i keep sticking my headphone um yeah the headphone the jack into the usb and i think it's messing up my usb because well, now, yeah, now it doesn't work as well but i found another Couple two on the side. You just found them like it was yesterday. A great, so. <laughs> great exploration, and it was a journey. There's a journey to the other side of the computer. Where I found two more USBs. Must, must be very large. All the USBs. You know, all 15.6 inches. So the reason I knew about your computer is because I worked on one of those over the school year. Uh huh. Like I during some class I was taking, I Did had you to cry? program this microcontroller. What class is what, are two, what, what there class are, are you taking that you program latitudes. my controllers? It's actually like this it's a called high altitude ballooning. Well, and okay. Basically everyone like t- picks a project and sends it up in this weather balloon type deal. Now. Okay, so and in this weather balloon I had my little accelerometer and I coded a bunch of code in some weird basic language. It's called P basic. I it might have been like proprietary. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> That's what I got out of it too. Yep. Uh, basic. It's just like peeing. <laughs> you know, you you and your programming and your video cards have some serious uh, problems. Well, fireworks. It's the Twins game or Saints game or oh, some game. That's, uh, yeah, that's going on. But anyway, it was kind of fun. I'm not editing that. Yeah. Um. That sounds like a lot of work to program. I I would hate to do that. I hate working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear that? There oh. are fireworks in the background. <laughs> oh, wow. Can you hear him, Max? I can hear him. Through the speaker, not in my house. No, I know. I was... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh, wait, continue. We, we, he's not that far away. Just... That's true. Yeah. I'm fairly far underground, though. Okay, fairly far. He's burrowed. Ah. Well. I dug a hole in the backyard and filled it with me and some computers. Okay, that's not what I was expecting, but okay. <laughs> There's no way out. Yeah. It's you just a, a backyard. full of pot pockets. Rain. <laughs> like Rain. Man, it is, ruins everything. Rain. <laughs> so, I... Anyway. It, yeah, anyways. Yes. Do you, do you, anybody have anything else? Yes, I have a funny story that just occurred. Okay, we, we had a momentary that. radio pause, and I had to answer a call on my brick cell phone. That you throw. And it was a friend of mine telling me that he was going to go eat some frozen yogurt. So, I was talking on my frozen yogurt to my friend who was going to get some frozen yogurt. And I thought that the whole situation was quite clever. <laughs> It was pretty clever. Yep. That's 
all I have to add. I have an interesting story about my social security number. Well, if you really want to share that one, you can. You can edit it out later if you want. Well, I don't care. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I if think it's, it's really boring. I'm, I'm not sure if it's like, interesting. Like, if you say your social security number, then it's. I'm not gonna, I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I mean, do you I, smell. I said, okay, I'm not sure I, if it said. It's but I have to ask. Do you smell this pungent drug odor? Is that? I mean. <laughs> Is that what fireworks smell like at this time of day? <laughs> it smells like drugs <laughs> in the recording room, and it is oh not my gosh. me. I mean, seriously. I don't think it's Ryan. I think is it that is. with your fireworks? Is that guy's hair? He's got to be on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Rasta Ryan. <laughs> I mean, technically, I'm sure people think that, but I am probably the least, the last person. <sighs> wow. Well, I don't like fireworks anymore. Um. So uh, it's not that noticeable. <laughs> So, so if you want to share your oh, social, my social security, security number story. story. Okay, <laughs> so this weekend was Father's Day weekend, as some of you may know. Yes. And I thought, hmm, I'll go fishing with my father because that's something he likes to do and something that I enjoy. So, but I'm I'm 19 now, and I do not have a fishing license. So we went to. Think Joe's Sporting Goods or Dan or something. Mark. Okay, I'm not sure. That's funny. John, maybe. Maybe. I think it was Joe. We'll go with um, that. But uh, we went there, and they ask you to see your ID, which is fine, and then they ask you for your social security number, and I gave it to them to get my fishing license, and they typed it in, and I did not come up as myself. I came up as Samantha Meath from Coon Rapids. With my birthday. That's not good. No. Wait, my social Wait. security number isn't me. It's Samantha Meath. And it's definitely... I don't know. So I had to call the DNR, and they told me it was a typo, and it happens all the time. That's a pretty big typo. That's what I thought. You know, a whole, whole a person's whole last name and first name. Because your location. first name doesn't sound even identical. Yeah, so the person looked at me and was like, have you changed your... <laughs> Name lately, <laughs> I was like, um, no, like a full body, like plastic surgery. Like if you did that, wouldn't you even have to get a new license anyway? So I mean, really now. Yeah, but then um, I would still have my same. Oh yeah. 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 Right. So I don't. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. I guess that wasn't a super interesting story, but it was an event. But I didn't get. To it's go reasonable. Fishing. I did get a new pole. Catch anything? No, I didn't get to go. Oh. I didn't have a license. Would you have got anything? Oh, definitely. Okay. It's always good. Much luck. How much? Huh? How many bananas worth? <laughs> bananas worth of luck. <laughs> Three. Um. <laughs> oh, also I looked up the Euro. Oh, I guess we weren't talking about the Euro on this radio show. Weren't we? No, I don't think we recorded that. Pretty sure we did. Did we? Yeah. Not on the show. No, pretty no, sure pretty sure we did. Did we? We were off air when we were talking about the I don't remember Euro. if that's true or not, but why don't we just mention it while you have well, it Well, we up. were talking about the Euro earlier. No, we were definitely off the air. I don't remember. Because you were asking me about... Um, technically, since you've been here traveling. in this room, I have been recording one way or another, so technically... Well, that's interesting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, I don't know. Anyways... Unrelated to anything we've been talking about at all on this radio show. Theoretically. The euro, over the past 120 days, has dropped in value. How much? Um, I have a chart. It's 
the highest it was was um it was worth 1.34 US dollars mm. and now the, the lowest was on June 1st when it was worth 1.23 US dollars which was a 0.11ish percent drop or not percent drop but anyway percent drop yeah and it's currently at 1.25 that's, US dollars that's still a fair conversion for them i'm sure they appreciate their expensive currency mm-hmm. well I think that kind of uh, concludes this episode. <laughs> this is the part where I ask um, Max where people can find him on the internet, and then he re- responds. Well, you probably can't. Okay. That's just it. Well, so you need a Twitter account, because when you do podcasting, you, people like to... I mean, theoretically, people would like to follow you, but I mean, theoretically... I have two Twitter accounts. Well, you need to post to them, and then people need to follow you. I don't... I can't remember what the one that What's I'm actually Twitter? using is called. Uh, we go. Oh, yeah, we no. can go over. Let's Twitter. not go over what a Twitter is now. Maybe not this week, but maybe <laughs> next week. We, I okay, can. Okay. I'll get a Twitter and I can help you with that. Could have like an Emma learns computers. We can do that. Okay, so I would ask <laughs> what computers are. I would ask where can people find you on the internet, Emma? But then obviously, I think I know the answer. Probably, I. Don't. I don't know where okay. that would find me. Well, you can find me, Ryan Rampersett, just about anywhere, especially on the Twitter that isn't down, usually, at RyanMR. And, of course, you can find me here at thenexus.tv. There might be a dash somewhere in the middle of that, which is unfortunate. I wish I could buy the real domain, but I'm too poor. And yeah, um, my domain. Uh, you can, of course, uh, look out for the new website design that will be coming actually relatively soon, within the next five months. Yes, that is soon. Soon. Yes. Yeah, that is that is very soon. The next five soon. months. <laughs> I mean, watch out. It's, it's hit or miss here. I mean, it could either happen or not. Uh, so <laughs> we'll be getting that up. And of course, theoretically, my regular co-host Matthew Petchel might return if he hasn't been arrested actually in Canada yet. Matt, if you're out there, we salute you and um, wish you luck. I mean, if if watch he's out still for narcs. Yeah, watch out for narcs. Well, I mean, I I don't know if do you still smell the drugs. I mean. Is that, is that, Maybe those weren't fireworks. Maybe that was Matt shooting off. No, no, no. He's definitely not here. Because if he was, we'd still be at that lake. That could have been Matt exploding cans. I mean, seriously, we'd still be at the lake. Um, <laughs> that just... sounded relatively close. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guilty, so it's not just like oh, slightly. And you can see them on the close. screen, too. What is like. This fire, this firework explosion is happening relatively too close to us mentioning well, Matt. Well, <laughs> well really? Yeah. Okay. He's like returned from Canada armed with like an arsenal of bombs. You know, actually, he wanted to go to Wisconsin and, and get some real fireworks, and that's like, no, I'm good. But you didn't hear any of that from me. And of course, this is the show, this is At the Nexus, this is the show where we talk about the week's tech, tech news and, uh, like things with Apple and Google and Microsoft and lawsuits and the funny things all of those fun companies do. And occasionally we have a guest or two, and it's always fun to have more people on the show. So thank you both for coming. You're welcome. You're welcome, too. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. Yes, I had so much fun. Well, it's been good. Have a good one.